their role in the company is to help the company. Now, one day they may have their own company. They can change the roles for their company. But while they are interviewing and looking for a job, it is important that all of my clients and anybody in general knows that they need to help a company make money. There are opportunities for our work and careers everywhere, if you know where to look. That's easier said than done, especially in our fast-paced and constantly changing world. Marianne Fairmouth is talking to experts, employers, and job seekers to bring you insight and understanding about what's possible. This is Career Can Do, where we're navigating the new work world. Welcome to the Career Can Do podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping you navigate the new work world. My name is Marianne Fairmouth. I'm an executive recruiter, multi-genre author, nationally syndicated columnist and speaker. And today I'm just delighted to have a guest on my show that I have the utmost admiration and respect for. I've known this person for many years. We met way back when in Toastmasters. And I know her as a professional, but I also know how she is a person that makes such a valuable contribution to others. And because of her background and being a recruiter and seeing we have at this time a talent shortage, I wanted to have Achille on the show because I think Achille has some very important information to share that can circumvent this problem. Achille is a certified purpose coach, certified autism specialist, and founder and CEO of the Purpose Consulting Firm. Her experience as a trainer and consultant spans over 15 years of professional diversity integration. She specializes in training, diversity and inclusion, disability development, and technique implementation strategies. So after that incredibly long introduction, without further ado, help me welcome Achille. Achille, say hello to everybody. Hello, Marianne. Thank you so much for having me on. And I'm just excited to come in here and share some of the information that I have. Well, I'm so glad you're here. And you know, you've been one of my special buddies for a long time. I've always thought so highly of you. But Achilles, right now, as an executive recruiter for over 30 years, we have a problem. All right. Houston, nationally, we have a problem. <laughs> and that is we can't find the right people for all these jobs. We have a talent shortage. So how do we circumvent that problem? And I thought to myself, you know, I think Achille Atkinson has a solution if people have awareness of some other things we can implement to circumvent this problem. So Achille, I know you work with so many corporations and you've got such a great reputation in doing what you do, but tell us or share some of the benefits of hiring a person with autism or as we call it, neurodivergent tendencies what are some of the, the benefits of hiring a person like this that people might not be aware of? Yeah, so there's a lot of traditional benefits that someone could tell you about. They have a great way of memorizing or they are organized. These are all traits that we use to identify certain people. And I want to take it a little further than that. When we're starting to talk about broadening our hiring practices, we're talking about including, learning, growing. So the benefit of hiring somebody with autism or 
of various different disabilities is having a talent pool that has new skills that we haven't even tapped into yet. People that have a way of approaching a problem and creating solutions that are different than our traditional ways that we look at things. So normally I work with individuals on the spectrum, so various from highly intelligent, we'll say IQ level, down to some individuals that have cognitive difficulties, making the challenges of employment almost impossible without getting that helping hand. Okay. All right. I think, you know, this is so important right now because there's so many jobs out there that people with certain disabilities or neurodivergent types of employees could could work in that would be a definite plus for an employer. So what are some ways an organization can make the hiring practice easier for people with disabilities? Marianne, I'm going to ask you to close your ears for a moment while I tell everyone, throw away the book, throw away your traditional ways of hiring. When we are talking about going into a whole different world, it's, it's kind of like Star Trek when we're going to a whole new galaxy. We have to throw away the traditional. What are your hiring questions actually asking? What do you really want to know about an employee? I can guarantee if you ask some of the same questions you've been asking for the last 20 something years, this new diverse population, you're not going to get the answers that you want. We have to reframe the questions so that we can get the answers from a newer population. So I say, throw away the book, throw it away, and let's start all over from scratch with some new hiring practices that include conversations rather than questions. Well, I agree with you, and you don't have to ask me to shut my ears <laughs> because I wrote a book called Revolutionary Recruiting that is about closing the traditional book because we do need new ways of hiring, new ways of the in, conducting an interview, new questions, because my greatest success stories, Achille, have been people in many, many cases that don't have all the boxes checked, but they have the passion, the dedication, the desire to want to do the job. And when you find a person like that, and you can put them in alignment with what you need to have done, and of course, there's going to be some training too involved. Sometimes you get a long tenured employee, a happier employee, and you get more work out of them. Don't you agree? Oh, I most definitely agree. When you think about just the individual and what they can contribute rather than some of the smaller things that we put focus on. To give you a small example, I went on an interview with a young man and we sat down in front of the HR representative and he said, of course, we were here in Houston with all the rain. He said, did you come in on your canoe? And he responded, well, why would I have done that? I don't own a canoe. The recruiter looked at him and didn't seem very happy with the answer. And needless to say, he didn't get the job. He was qualified. But the humor just kind of went over both of their heads. It's the understanding of the new differences that we have to do. I thought it was funny when he said it, but wrong situation, wrong person. 
identifying is so difficult when we're uncomfortable. So we have a lot of work to do to get comfortable talking to different people that we don't know what the answer might be. So how do you suggest we educate these new candidates or these candidates that might have disabilities to have more of a chance to get the job? I mean, how do you suggest that, you know, we educate them or what is the most important education or experience for these types of people that they can undergo to make them more prepared to get the offer? Well, we have a lot of transition that happens in high school for individuals with disability when they're moving into the workforce. But sometimes we overlook at what the employer is looking for. One of the first questions I ask any of my clients that I'm working with is, what can you offer a company? How can you help a company make money? If we're not first thinking about that as individuals looking for a job, then we have the wrong perspective going in to that interview. I need all of my clients to understand their role in the company is to help the company. Now, one day they may have their own company. They can change the roles for their company. But while they are interviewing and looking for a job, it is important that all of my clients and anybody in general knows that they need to help a company make money. So I speak to them first about that. And then what can they do to assess the environment that they're going into? Giving them the ownership of where they're going and what they want to accomplish with the interview and the employment opportunity. Okay. Now I know, especially with autism, that in many cases, these people are extremely bright. They have a very high IQ. Is that correct? That is correct. Yes. Uh, So what kinds of jobs do you think these people, these types of disability employee, prospective employees would be best suited for? You know, that's such a difficult question because on paper, one would say a quiet environment with a lot of repetition, something that is very concrete, and that will work for a lot of people on the spectrum. But then we have to remember there is a great spectrum. So you might find a person that wants to move around a lot or wants to be around a lot of people. The job that would be beneficial to a person that's on the spectrum or with neurodiversity is a job that matches their personality and matches what they are capable of doing. So that a lot of times is an individual choice. I have a lot of clients that are capable of doing a lot of jobs, but are also capable of moving into different jobs once they get older. So we always start at a certain place and then we move up into our career path later on. I would like to see individuals that are on the spectrum have those same opportunities. Sure, you might start at fast food. No problems there. But is that going to be the last job that you have? So you might take a less traditional route because you stay at a job longer, but you still should have the opportunity to move to more of a career path. All right. I think what you're saying is so, so very important and necessary that our listeners are hearing, because I think the other thing that comes out here for me anyway, is about relationships. I consider myself what we call a holistic recruiter. 
By that I mean, I don't just look at a resume and a job description and slap them together. I look at about who is this person? Who am I dealing with? Who is my candidate? Who is my client? But I think that the key here or the common denominator, in my opinion, Kelly, tell me if you agree, is communication, respect. We're not human doings, we're human beings. And I think if we have that open communication, respect level, if my candidate knows that the client needs someone that is going to maybe recheck and make sure the errors aren't there. In other words, they both understand clearly, and clearly is a really important word, what's necessary for the particular position they're in. I think everybody else, I mean, everybody wins. Don't you agree? I completely agree. There are so many opportunities that are passed by people just because the communication went over someone's head. Like saying, did you bring a canoe to the interview? Just something as simple as that is a communication bridge. So when we were going on a one-way street and going the opposite way, we didn't even see each other. We missed each other. That was a communication piece that was missed. But if we have those ways, those new ways of communicating with each other, it can bring a sense of calm to the interview process and to the understanding of the person who you're interviewing. Just a new way of communicating that may be not as formal, traditional, maybe not so cut and dry. Give some variations in the questions and the intended results. Now, an employer that's hiring, don't they have some legal considerations to keep in mind as far as the types of questions they can ask these people, Akili? Yeah. So according to our ADA laws, it, it is illegal to ask if a person has a disability, which is why you'll see on many job applications, the question, can you do this job with or without reasonable accommodations? That is a tell or a hint to an organization that there is somebody that might need some assistance. Great question in general, but what does it tell us? What is with or without an accommodation? What if I need a service dog at McDonald's? That is my accommodation, but is it reasonable? No, because I can't have a dog in the back of the kitchen of a restaurant. So if employers began to ask questions that would garner an answer, but not take away from the privacy of the question. So if you say, what do you need assistance with when you're in the workplace? That's a conversation. That's our open-ended questions that are not the yes or no that always lead to another question when we ask those closed-ended questions that give us that yes or no answer. So even if you just said something that requires conversation, it just brings a new level of communication to that interview and then to the hiring practice. Great. Well, I know a lot of clients that I'm dealing with, and I have been dealing with the last few months, are really struggling to find people. So if they hear this podcast and they think, you know, maybe I need to talk to this Achille. Maybe I need to get her in here to find out how we can expand our platform, how we can look at some alternative methods and be in compliance with the new work world. How do they find you, Achille? They Google my name. 
they find me on my website, AchillesCorner.com. They can find me through all social media platforms. One of the things I say, you can find me in a corner somewhere because the name of my company is there because back in the day, we all got put in a corner sometimes when we got in trouble. And I want you to say that you can go to that corner and I'll be waiting there for you with a little bit of help. So if you always just think about where's the corner, where's the corner that I can sit in, just think about that and you'll find me and I'll be in that corner to help you to get out of that corner and go on your next adventure. Oh, that's wonderful. So we're getting near the end here. Akili, if we had two tips to give our employers out there, well, how about this? If we had one tip to give our employer and one tip to give our employee, prospective employee, what would they be as far as how we can make this a successful endeavor? What would they be? I'm going to start with the employees first because I really need them to hear it because this is a hard one for a lot of them. Ask how you can help the company. I know our first thought is always what we want from the company or what we want to make. Ask what they want, what they you can do for them. And that's going to be very important going into the interview because you're thinking about more than just yourself. Now, once you get into that interview and you're sitting in front of there, I need for the employer to take a big, deep breath and know that this should not be a scary interview just because the person in front of you presents differently than you're used to. Ask the questions, ask some open-ended questions, start a conversation rather than checking off the questions on your sheet of paper. Dig in and find out more about that personality. It's an underlying layer with somebody with a disability. A lot of times that's where you're going to find that personality. It's going to take a little bit more digging. They may not know how to answer eloquently all the time, but that personality is in there. And that's what you want to bring to strengthen your company. So if you remember that you're digging for that personality to strengthen your company, you will get new, exciting great employees that bring value to your company. All right. Well, I think that you are amazing. I've always loved being around you and in your energy. You're a positive person. You're a caring person. You work so hard. I'm thrilled to have you on Career Can Do today because I think the people that are listening to this podcast are getting information on someone that can really help them solve a, a very important problem. And that is looking at alternative methods to hire to solve the problem of finding people that you didn't even know were out there. And if you did, maybe it'll change your mindset on why you should consider them. So we've had Achille Atkinson on Career Can Do. She's a certified purpose coach. You can find her at her website, which is Achilles Corner. And also all of her information will be on my website, fairmouth.com. So, Kelly, thank you so much for being with us today. I look forward to staying in touch with you. And uh, for all of you out there, give Achille a call. She is amazing. Whether you're an employer or you're an employee that's struggling to find that perfect match, Achille can help you. And I promise you she will. So take care. See you all next time. Bye-bye. Thank you so much. We thank you for tuning in to our Career Can Do podcast. We make no guarantees on results for your particular quest, but we hope you enjoy 
the information presented. The views and opinions expressed in this program are solely that of the guest or speaker and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of Marianne Fairmouth and Fairmouth and Company. Thank you.